Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Mornings with Ron. So glad to have you with us. It's a kind of a crazy world that we're living in right now. And I don't know about you, but I find myself kind of like on an up and down roller coaster where some days are really good, some days are not so good. And as we continue to be confined to the four walls with limits on what we can do, it's causing us to look at life a little differently and to think about life differently and interact with individuals that are in our life differently. I think we've found new ways to reach out to our friends and new ways to love and new ways to make life meaningful without some of the things that we have been able to enjoy as we were in our pre-COVID situation. And it's also caused us to think about life and the things that are meaningful and the things that matter. I also think that it's kind of, in a way, changed our personalities a little bit in terms of how we deal with things. I often find myself going back and rereading some of the things that I've written, something to try to help me bring me out of the mood that I'm in at, at a given time just because I find myself in a place that's sometimes unfamiliar with all the work that I've done over the years to get into the place that uh, I wanted to be. So, you know, while I would like to be perfect, and I'm sure everyone would like to be perfect as well, we're not. And we're all humans, and we're going to have our own human emotions, and there's going to be up days and down days. And all of the stresses that we find around us um, are making that sometimes just a little more difficult. You know, I certainly reach out to all of our friends out there who um, aren't lucky enough to have someone at home with them. I can't imagine what life is like now as you're having to, you know, endure the some of the quarantines and stay-at-home orders, you know, in a world where you live alone. For those of us that do have people at home with us to help us get through this time, I think it's even more important for us to reach out and take care of these people and make sure that we are living with them and loving them and reminding them that although we are not necessarily in touch in person, that we are a part of their lives. I've also seen incredible growth um, through the Bring Smiles to Seniors program. You know, last year we did 72,000 cards or just about 72,000. This year, we've delivered almost 94,000 cards to over 850 senior communities across the country. And as seniors find themselves in isolation, you know, we're seeing that the need is greater and greater and greater. And so, you know, our program just happened to be a program for the time, given what seniors are going through uh, in these senior communities. And we've had a lot of feedback from them. I also appreciate all of you who have purchased my book. The book is out available on Amazon in paperback, audio, and Kindle. For those of you that don't know yet, it's called Mornings with Ron. So I appreciate that. A portion of the proceeds of the book is being donated to the Bring Smiles to Seniors program. So if you haven't had a chance to look at it and check it out, there are some excerpts that you can actually go and, and listen to and uh I hope you enjoy it. The goal of the book is to give you messages to help you navigate your life path by using some of the things that I experienced over the course of my life. And I hope that in some way, that's what the book does for you. So on to this week's messages. This week, I picked messages that I had previously written that were written during this COVID time, and I wanted to share those with you. And the first one is titled, Self-Reflection is a Powerful Tool. Now, there are times in our lives 
that feel like one giant adventure. Unexpected things arise that excite us, and while at the same time causing levels of self-reflection that can often be unnerving. They require us to take a deep look inward to remind ourselves who we are, what we are capable of, and why we do what we do. You know, the release of my book was exhilarating. Seeing my friends, families, and those that I don't know share in the excitement of its release helped provide validation that all the work that went into publishing was worth it. But at the same time, it caused a level of self-reflection that required me to go back and read some of my own messages, as I said earlier in the podcast. Self-reflection sometimes results in all those questions you thought you put to rest finding their way back into your mind. And suddenly, you find yourself doubting the things that you previously believed were sound simply because you allowed yourself to do so. And once we allow the questions to begin, then the floodgates just kind of open up. Many times during publishing and now post-publishing, I find myself asking all the questions that I should have answered long ago. Am I good enough? Will they like it? Will they read it? Does it matter? The answer to the last question is maybe. It matters if your self-worth is determined by what others think of you. It doesn't if we are the ultimate approving authority of ourselves. I have no idea where this new world will take me. What I do know is the forced moments of self-reflection remind me who is in charge of the way that I feel, who I am, and who I want to be. And in the end, if we're forced to face those self-doubts that find their way in, that's the perfect opportunity to acknowledge them and let them go. It is our moment to remind ourselves that our path is not a straight road, but rather a series of twists and turns that ultimately determines the person that we become. And I've been doing a lot of self-reflection lately, in some good ways and some, you know, not maybe not so good ways. And, you know, as I said in that message, I really do find myself sometimes having to go back and just dig deep into what I believed at one point that somehow found its way, you know, going along the wayside. And uh, this quarantining and being locked up at home and not being able to do all the things that you love has certainly caused a lot more self-reflection than I normally maybe even would have otherwise done. So this next message I titled, When Me uh, Becomes We. And many times in the past, I've written about the importance of taking care of ourselves. Ensuring the well-being of our mind, body, and soul is often the key to the power that we need to also take care of those that are around us. How we think, act, and conduct that process of taking care of ourselves has never had a more profound impact on our outside world than it does today. The steps that we take to deal with this evolving situation will ultimately determine not only our fate, but the fate of all those who we care about and love. Being confined to four walls is hard. For most of us, it runs contrary to the way that we have lived our entire lives. Suddenly, dining with friends, going to the grocery store, a trip to the post office, or a visit to a family friend carries risks that we don't even fully comprehend. And why should we? The mixed messages we get from those that we expect to lead us confuse us every day as we seek guidance on the actions that we should be taking. It is our own decisions and common sense that will ultimately determine the effect our actions will have on the we as a whole. There's no question that each of us has the responsibility to ignore the noise. We must decide for ourselves what the personal and social effects of our decisions will have on those we love. It's no longer just about us. It's about that parent that we will interact with, 
the grandparent that's an important part of our lives, the neighbor who we look after, or even that unknown person that just wants to survive. It's about each and every human being trying to navigate their life path, and we now play an important role in the course that path will take. While we have become a me society with built-in expectations that we get what we want when we want it, this time is different. Our packages no longer show up in two hours. Our grocery deliveries no longer come within a day. Our desire to socialize in person is not always possible. And we now have to stop and evaluate our lives in the lens of our new reality. In that evaluation, we must consider that it is no longer just me. Me has definitely become we. This next message I titled, Needing to Show the Beautiful Side of Humanity. We do find ourselves in a very different world. One that is unfamiliar, often scary, and one that we could have never imagined. Suddenly, we are confined to our four walls and more opportunities for stress present themselves constantly. If we are alone, we're more alone than ever. Being forced to work at home together, we are interacting with each other in 24-hour cycles. We are drawn to social media to fulfill our need for human interaction, and unfortunately, sometimes for an outlet for our pent-up frustrations. One would think that this time would be an opportunity for the world to come together as a human race to support each other as we navigate the path ahead of us. And to some extent, that's true. All around us are acts of kindness and compassion that we only wish would happen in our normal, everyday lives. People giving them themselves and even their lives to ensure that people they don't even know have a chance for the future. That is the beautiful side of humanity. Yet all one has to do is scan group Facebook pages or watch the evening television to see a different element. Those that just can't quite find the compassion within themselves to display the level of kindness that is needed now. Understanding that it is natural for all of us to have our moments of outburst, as we release our own pent-up feelings, now is a time that requires a second thought before unleashing on those who are seeking solace. We are often so concerned with me that we forget about we and all that individuals might be going through. Small businesses trying to survive, not knowing how they will come out on the other end. Individuals unemployed that can't get applications completed so they can ensure a meal is on their family's table. Persons dealing with family or friends who are facing the crisis directly or supporting those that may be. We are all touched by this event in varying levels and degrees. More than ever, it's the time to stop and think before we respond. Consider what others may be going through before we release our own frustrations. And while it is easier for some to work their way through this, there are others who just want to make it to another day. When we can help that effort by showing just a little more kindness, even more than we normally would, it is then that we can show the beautiful side of humanity that we all need right now. You know, during this process uh, of staying at home and finding ways to interact with your friends, you know, we've come up with some pretty unique things that we've done. And uh, one of the things that I've done with some of my good friends is actually to meet in a parking lot. Uh, and this happened to be when the, the mall was closed and parked in parking spaces backed up to each other across the parking spaces so that we could actually see each other, even though we couldn't interact uh, and touch each other. And as a result of one of those outings, um, this message I wrote was called an unexpected outing and a reminder of love. 
for those of us who've been following the rules and staying within our four walls, those walls are getting just a little bit too familiar. And being a person who's worked from home for many years, the first few weeks weren't all that different. However, the last couple of days and weeks and months, a restless feeling started to come over me, and just getting outside my house for a bit wasn't enough. I needed to feel normal again, get in the car and drive, be out in the open space to see the face of people I love. But how was I going to do that safely? Well, a suggestion from my good friend Fern resulted in an unexpected outing. A couple months ago, we decided to meet in a vacant mall parking lot, bring our own food, park opposite each other, and visit and have a meal. It was then that it dawned on me just how much we take our lives for granted. We live each day doing all the things that we would normally do, expecting to do them the next day and the next. Why? Because it's the way those of our generation have always known it. Even with the events of September 11th, we were not confined to our homes and kept away from our loved ones. So this time is different. As bad as that was, there wasn't some potential deadly disease lurking around corners that could potentially harm us and those that we care for. It was in this outing that I realized, no matter the inconvenience, just how lucky we are. You see, love knows no barriers. It doesn't matter if it's 20 feet away in a parking lot, an ocean away on Zoom, a mile away on Facebook, or a walk away to the next room. None of those barriers have the power to diminish the ability that we have to share love with each other. And while the pandemic may make us scared, afraid, unsure, and suspect, it cannot take away that connection of human compassion and caring that we all possess. If anything, it enhances it. The human spirit is a powerful and wonderful thing, and unfortunately sometimes only comes out when things are at their worst. If only we could carry over those traits into our everyday world when this is all behind us, and someday it will be. On this unexpected outing, I was reminded that no matter how hard it gets, we will always have those who love us, support us, and be there for us in times of good and bad. Viruses, disasters, and other unnatural events don't pull us apart. They bring us together. They show us the best of humanity, kindness, caring, and compassion. They remind us that when we truly love each other, nothing can interrupt that bond that we share. That was a pretty special day that day, and we went on to do that a few more times as more of my good friends joined us um, in that parking lot for our uh, evening meal and conversation. So if you've been locked up inside and you need that little moment to get together with your friends in a a safe space and environment, um, maybe do the same and just find a parking lot, park uh, across from each other, socially distancing, and enjoy each other's company for a while. You know, it's pretty incredible, I think, what we're all going through right now. And, you know, whether it's anybody's guess when it's going to get better, we, we seem to get better and then things get worse. And, uh, you know, we just kind of take one day at a time. But the important thing to remember is that as we're going through this situation, we still have the people that we love that are with us that we need to take care of and we need to reach out to and we need to remind that they are a part of our lives and they still matter two things that I think have helped me, even though I get into my um, down situation sometime, is I did start an exercise program where I work out four times a week out by my pool. And I go straight from that into my pool and do some um, minutes of meditation that kind of get me ready for the day. And that's been a, a huge help. 
doesn't mean I'm not human and I'm going to have my moments when I'm not as up and jubilant as I would like to be. But it does remind me that there are those ways that we can um, learn to take care of ourselves while we continue the process of taking care of others. So as we continue through this COVID situation, I hope that you are staying safe and well. As always, I appreciate you uh, tuning in and listening to my podcast and being a part of this journey with me. And as you go out into the world, when you have the opportunity to do so, it's more important than ever to be the reason that someone smiles.